alone with Jesus is so important. I didn't know that you could get married and just have a whole lot uh -huh. of dang fun. When you nurture your marriage, the butterflies, they come back. Men are designed to be givers and women are designed to receive. The woman was the creation finale. Hey, Terry Bonin here. I recently read a post by Logan Lorenzo and she said if August was a day of the week it would be Sunday and that really resonated with me because it's true we're still trying to sleep late and enjoy this last month while we're also anticipating the beginning of the school year and we're buying school supplies and new three ring binders and spiral notebooks and pencils and pens and all the fun school supplies um, but we're still in chill mode on the other hand so if August was a day of the week, it would be Sunday. I agree with that. But school is about to start, and so I wanted to talk about some of the ways that um, I've messed up over the years in homeschooling and with my kids at home, and some of the things maybe that have worked, just to give you some encouragement. If you're new around here, we have 11 kids, and seven of our kids kids children are adults so they're not children they're adults they'll always be my children but um, five are married and they're in their homes of their own and with their spouses and two of the of my adult kids are not married and they're um, flourishing and seeking the Lord in their life's next steps um, but they live on their own and that's good <laughs> they grew up they graduated from our homeschool and they support themselves win-win of course they they have struggles but they they seek the Lord and that is the main thing um, they have temptations um, and they fall but they get back up and for that I am thankful I think they saw us do that a lot um, when they were growing up and we still do that a lot um, we fall, but we get back up. Scripture says that a righteous man falls, may fall seven times, but he gets up. The wicked um, will fall and stay down. That was a Terry paraphrase. <laughs> I can't tell you exactly where that's from. I think it's in Proverbs somewhere. But anyway, so out of our 11 kids, seven of them have graduated from our homeschool and are living on their own. I don't have the parenting homeschool education solutions wrapped up in 10, 10, 10 steps to success, but I do have kids who like me and value my opinion. And so, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for that. And it's a blessing. So let's just, let's just talk about some of those mistakes that I've made so that you don't have to make them. And some of the things that have made um, my adult kids feel close, close enough to come and ask for my opinion and my husband's opinion. Peace. I think, first of all, having a home that is filled with peace, giving them a foundation of peace and the discipline to start life decisions from a biblical point of view. That has always been the heart behind what I have done in our home. I knew the Lord was calling me to homeschool these kids. I was like, Lord, are you sure? You know, do you remember my grades in school, Lord? I mean, like, I didn't like school. But I, I believed in my heart that what he was calling me to, he was going to equip me for, and that he would surely get the glory because everyone would know that it wasn't me. Um, if my kids grew up and did something wonderful and great, or even, you know, just grew up and were able to uh, support themselves after they went through my homeschool. <laughs> I mean, maybe you feel that, but, and I will say that I'm very, very um, impressed with my adult kids' creativity and their entrepreneurship and their ability to know how to make money. It's, it has been such a blessing and I give the Lord all of the credit. And I believe that they have that creativity 
productivity and the ability to to think and start businesses and hire people and train them um, because they had so much time at home and um, we just read so many books and they were exposed to a lot of things but that is a whole another conversation the main thing that I focused on and continue to focus on in the lives of my kids is their foundation with the Lord if they seek the Lord in everything that they do I know that he will point them um, in the direction that he's calling them to if they have soft humble hearts and we have so many examples in scripture of that those who walk humbly before the Lord they're protected you know we are blessed we are protected and we have his presence we're blessed with his presence and his guidance when we walk in his ways and say okay Lord you're saying you know this is this is the way and I'm gonna walk in it um, versus being wise in our own eyes if you have not read through the Old Testament I highly recommend it because you can see kings who are flourished and blessed and then kings who fall and they're broken because of um, they're arrogant and wise in their own eyes and we can learn from their mistakes and so that has been at the forefront of my mind in raising my kids um, that if they understand that that um, if they will cling close to the Lord and value his word and trust that even if it doesn't make sense that he has a plan um, and that it is right and good to walk in it then they will they will thrive in life um, I knew that the right curriculum the right co-op the right homeschool group the right private school was not going to make my kids successful so do you hear that if you're looking for the right curriculum the right co-op the right homeschool group the right private school that is not the answer to making successful kids uh, so many moms have asked me over the years what curriculum do you use what curriculum did you use you know what do you recommend I can tell you that we probably never finished one curriculum <laughs> I mean, I've used a lot of different curriculums so not one curriculum gets the credit for any of the skills that my kids have we are not going to mess our kids up um, by choosing the wrong curriculum so if that if you are a homeschool mom and that is your concern just put that aside because the answer is not in the curriculum and it's not in making sure that they're on the same learning path as someone else it is so destructive to compare kids to other kids because we learn at different stages and we learn in different ways and we try to put everybody in the same box and on the same time schedule it's disastrous I have a daughter who she's an adult now she's married she's in her home own home but we she just she was so funny she's super smart and um, she's an incredible writer and she loved to read um, but one of her faults <laughs> how do you say this um, she like me would um, force things sometimes to happen she probably watched me make this mistake and I remember one time she was this was back when you put keys in the car to open the door now we don't use a key to get into any car now or even the house we use a clicker or a pad well she put the key in my van and it would I forgot to tell her you need to jiggle the key okay I want you to go open the car door but jiggle it I didn't tell her to jiggle it and that the key would not turn she forced the key to turn and it broke off in my in my van I was like oh my goodness child you were supposed to jiggle it if you force it you know of course it's gonna break off fast forward a couple of years and I said hey we were opening and folding um, opening folding chairs and 
there she was opening a folding chair that was stubborn and it had like something needed to be jiggled in it well she didn't jiggle it she forced it and that folding chair snapped in half <laughs> and I know we laughed and I was like oh my goodness okay we're learning the same lesson over and over when we force of something to happen it's going to break and it's the same with people um, when you're when it comes to dealing with your children and when you have them at home focus on their heart and not the product of what you're doing in school it's easy to become so narrow focused on the outcome that we are striving for that we forget that there are hearts and souls behind the people our children you know when you're you've got your your lesson plans you've got your schedule you've got your routines all laid out and it went when things do not go as planned remember you're dealing with souls you're dealing with human beings and uh, just take a step back and find out why you know like let's talk about this what what is the struggle there have been so many days where we didn't get a lot of education done because we spent more time just sitting down and working through a heart issue um, because what good is it if my kids can work all the math problems and write the best papers if ultimately their hearts are hardened to towards me which you know god has chosen for me to be the mom of this family and he's chosen you to be the mom and we represent authority in their life and when um, a child hardens their heart towards authority it becomes dangerous for them because that is um, that is not God's desire for us to have hardened hearts that's when we can be broken beyond remedy when one of my kids gets resistant and hard to teach I pause and try to get to the root of it like what's going on in your heart why why are we having an attitude and it takes time and patience and all the fruits of the spirit but ultimately they will work harder for someone they love than someone they fear or are mad at so it's worth the effort to take them to breakfast at 5 a.m you know have pancakes with them have you know let's talk about it what's going on why do you shut down every time we sit down for math why do you slam the door every time I say it's time for grammar or whatever the case is? Um, pause and get to the root of it versus forcing the issue, forcing it like you're going to do this um, come hell or high water. You know, you're going to sit here. You know, sometimes, yes, they, we have to like this is this is what we're going to do and this is what, and we're doing it right now. And, you know, you have no choice. You know, <laughs> yes, I've had to do that a lot, but I've had to spend more time having heart to hearts and building relationship because I've learned that it's better for them and they can spread their wings further um, if they feel like they are being seen and heard and understood um, and not just forced to do something because they are because this is the way it has to be you know producing out of fear even result in a child cheating or finding shortcuts but when they know that you're on their team they're more likely to put the effort in to learn you know sometimes I have to just say to my kids yes this is hard we do hard things but 
the more times we do this, the easier it will become. I mean, I just recently, well, last year started taking piano lessons and it's been great for me because it has not been easy and it's put me in the position of student again so I can sympathize with my kids. Like, yes, this is hard and I just wanna sit down and cry. But just like I tell them, look, I'm making grooves in my brain and in the early stages of making grooves in my brain in learning this, um, it's hard and so I will do it over and over and over. So it's been great for me to experience that so that I can relate to them and it's also been good for them to see me do something hard and new um, so that when I say I understand, they know that I understand and I don't understand from decades ago when I was in school but because I continue to still learn. So forcing without having their hearts can break a relationship. So mistake number one, don't force something. Throw in the ball. We have this basketball goal in our workout room. It's one of those indoor basketball goal things. And we spend a lot of time at the basketball goal, just throwing the basketball, you know, it's a two player where you can race. And we laugh and we sweat and we just take breaks and go in there. Um, we do a lot of coffee dates and pancake um, breakfasts and um, just connecting, 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 because um, if I'm going to wear the teacher hat, then they've got to know that I'm their mom first and I care about them regardless of how they perform as a student. Um, that is important to me. And so nothing is forced. Um, we jiggle it. <laughs> so being the perfect mom isn't the answer to raising good kids. And my kids know I'm not perfect. They would laugh if anybody said that. So if you're beating yourself up because you need to be better, yes, I mean, yes, we, we all need the Lord, but there's no perfect, there's no perfect mom. Um, if that is something that you struggle with, then trust me, you are, you're doing a fantastic job. I mean, if you're worried about whether or not you're being a great mom, well, there you go. You've got your answer. <laughs> you're invested in being a great mom. Um, look at God's children. I mean, he is the perfect parent. He's the only one. And there was a murder in the first family. So, you know, hopefully that will not be any, any of our stories. Um, but being the perfect parent is not the answer. But um, having a home filled with peace, first of all, um, and teaching them to constantly go back and get direction from the Lord. Having a home that is full of flurry and hurry will cause fights and disrupt the peace and there will be misunderstandings and a constant need for forgiveness yes we need to constantly be forgiving each other but the more hurry and flurry there is in a home the less connection and less peace there is so um be the boss of your calendar you know there's no is a complete sentence an overpacked schedule leads to the breakdown of a family it does because when our calendars are so packed we are not connecting with the very people that we love the most when our front door is a revolving door for our family members and we are just changing clothes in our homes which is easy to do in the school year with sports and if your kids go to school um, and church events you know everything is not necessary having forced family time at home is also not um the answer. <laughs> Let me explain. You want to have family time, but forced family time where um, 
no one actually wants to be there because y'all aren't connecting or you're just frustrated with, with each other, that's not going to bring your, your family closer. When you say no to something on the calendar in order to have your family at home together, do something fun. Have a hot fudge sundae, banana split, you know, family game night. Sit around and read aloud. Reading aloud is the most valuable thing you can do for your family in your homeschool, whether you homeschool or not. Reading aloud will bring your family together. It's so fun. You, you're just, you're not looking at screens. You're all engaged in the same story. You have a common topic to talk about. And when you throw a fun snack in there, you're building a memory that will last for a lifetime. Um, reading aloud as a family has been one of the most bonding activities that we have done as a family. So, and it doesn't have to be like an hour. I mean, even if you only have 10 minutes, make it happen, make it happen. Um, your kids will feel valued. There are certain things that I do with my kids that I set a timer for 10 minutes and that's all I've got. Like we're going to throw the basketball for 10 minutes. We're going to read for 10 minutes. We're going to stretch for 10 minutes. I mean, I can do anything for 10 minutes and they remember it and it's achievable and it's sustainable and we do it and they're learning, oh, we don't have to have this huge block of time for something to happen. We can do something memorable and fun together in a short amount of time. So, but make time for that. Um, when a schedule is overpacked, it feels like, why don't we even have 10 minutes to do something? If you don't have 10 minutes to do, um, to sit down and read, then something needs to leave your schedule. One of my sons went to A&M and when he was there, he um, was mentoring a teenager. He had us praying for this boy. The teen was extremely depressed and my son kept telling this teenager's father, he needs you, he needs you, he needs you in his life. He needs you to spend time with him. Go throw the ball with him. Take him on a trip, you know, just walk, take him on a walk. He needs to connect with you. But the father absolutely would not press in for whatever reason. He would not go into his son's room and take his phone and say, hey, let's have a conversation. For I don't know what the reason was, but um, he, he didn't. The depressed son eventually committed suicide and it was so devastating to the family and to my son who was mentoring him and to everyone who was praying for him. And the world misses that boy and there was no reason for that to happen. Kids need con the connection of their parents. They do. And if, if the father, I don't know, but if the father had connected more with the son, he probably would have realized he needs medical attention. He is clinically depressed, but he wasn't connected enough with him. May that never be the case again. So a loving present parent is more valuable than the best private school, the best homeschool group or whatever. A loving present parent who has a peaceful spirit is the best gift for a child. Sometimes I feel like my 14 year old son probably doesn't want to spend time with me, but I continue to ask him, hey, you want to run to Costco with me? You want to run this errand with me? We'll go grab french fries. Hey, you want to go get gas with me? I'll buy you a coffee. You know, whatever. And I'm always amazed that he says yes more often than not. He's like, yeah, I'd love to hang out with you. Yeah, let's go. Yes, it would be easier for me to hop in the car by myself and listen to my own podcasts, you know, of my choice. Listen to the music of my choice. Listen to my books or music, whatever. But connecting with um, my kids individually is really important to me. So I give them these little dates and these little pieces of time 
um, just to sow into the, our heart, our relationship and our connection. Okay, so in summary, don't force anything with your kids. Jiggle the key. If you ever see me in public and you're with your kids, say I'm jiggling the key and I'll understand what you're saying. Remember, connect with their heart and they will be more willing to quote, produce and get things done because they love you and because they want to and they feel, feel seen and heard. Have a spirit of peace if you are always in a hurry and you're frustrated and you don't have time and you're rushing everybody out the door. Their kids are not going to want to be at home and they're not going to want to be around you and they're not going to want the life that you have when they are adults. And so model the type of life you want them to have now and in the future because more is caught than taught and you are irreplaceable. So remember, no curriculum, no tutor, no teacher, no mentor, no private school can replace you as the mom. Okay, I hope that this gives you some encouragement and you will learn from my mistakes and that you will be blessed in the upcoming year. Have a great day. Something I'm loving. Okay, I am reading a book for fun and that sounds like a confession <laughs> because it sort of feels like a confession. I love to read, but if I'm honest with you, I spend a lot of time reading things that are stretching me. Like I want to learn email marketing or piano theory or something that's hard. It's just in my nature to do that type of thing that feels a little bit more like work or creative work. <laughs> and just to do something that's easy and pleasurable, um, I have to make myself. So if you're an Enneagram three, you might be like, that is me, I'm, that's me also. I make myself sit down and watch a show with my kids, you know, Friday night, movie night. But one thing I have not allowed myself to do in a long time is just read a book for fun. So I'm reading through Papa's Wife again, and it's one of my favorites, has been one of my favorites since I was a teenager. Yeah, and so that is what I'm loving. I'm just loving um, giving myself permission to sit on the back porch with fan and an iced drink <laughs> and enjoy a book for pleasure or nothing that's stretching or hard or so that's what I'm loving. Thank you for joining me, my friend, and meet me back here next week in this space. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm Terry Bonin on Instagram. I'm Terry Bonin on Facebook and oh, Terry Bonin on Spotify. <laughs> I happen to be me everywhere I go. And that's a good thing. <laughs>